Are you looking to enjoy the best of British food and drinks at a great price? Then you need to head over to Elephant and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash in Chicago, Illinois. You have happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. where any snack and share item of $11 or less is half price and domestic droughts and house wine are $4. Think that's great? They also have fantastic daily specials. There's one and done Mondays where a specialty craft keg of beer is tapped at 5 p.m. and it's poured until it's gone. Pints are only $3 and the keg rotates every week. You have Tin Up Tuesdays where all tins, or cans of beer to you American dummies, are 25% off. If you like wine, then you'll love Wine Down Wednesday where glasses of wine are a dollar off and all bottles of wine are half price. Thursday is Locals Only Day where select Chicago droughts are $5.50. And if you like brunch, Elfin and Castle has you covered. Brunch runs from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and you can have mimosas and Bloody Marys for a mere $5.00. Come on down to Elfin and Castle and enjoy some great drinks and delicious food and tell them that Mind Gap Podcast sent you. Hey there. We really appreciate you listening to Mind Gap Podcast. If you've listened this far, perhaps you'd be willing to listen a little further and do Justin and me a huge favor. If you like Mind Gap Podcast, please do us a solid and head over to wherever you're listening to this, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and leave a review and a rating. This helps us tremendously to get more visibility. Also, feel free to share us around. Find us on our social medias. Look for our Facebook page. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MindGap Podcast. And spread the word of MindGap Podcast. Lastly, if you'd like to reach out to us with a suggestion, a thought, or anything else, feel free to email us at MindGapPodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Thank you for listening. In a world of government shutdowns, trade wars, and overpriced video games, you need to have an investment partner that you can trust. Book.com is here to help you take your money investments to the next level. Want a new computer? Hope it's not a Dell. You want to buy a boat? Stop it. That's a depreciating asset. Looking to buy a new home? Hope you know how to change your air filter on a monthly basis, you dumb dumb. Don't be mad. Poop.com will always be honest and real with you because you work really goddamn hard for your money and you shouldn't waste it on stupid shit. Here's a freebie. Keep it simple, Sally. Buy food, water, and the Dark Knight trilogy. Just know that the third movie could be better, but Bane is awesome. Poop.com. Invest in your future and invest in the now. Dummy. Mind Gap Podcast. So, interesting thing happened to me, Justin. An interesting thing happened on the way to the bank. Uh, more like on the way to the toilet. Um, oh, oh! You know what? I should have. That's that's on me. That is. On I you. should have guessed that when I because of who I'm talking with. Yeah. So I had a very disappointing uh, evening today. Um, I was as soon as I picked up Natalie to go home. All of a sudden, my my stomach was like. I'm like, oh oh. Your stomach was disagreeing with you. It was bubble gut. And I was like, oh, boy, I've got at mm-hmm. least a 15 to 20-minute drive home. I was like, hope I can hang on. 
And then it was like, it started like poking around. Then my body was like, you know what? We can wait. And it was chill. And like your body always does, because when it connects to your brain, it goes, hey, you're not that far from home. That's when it starts ramping up. It starts going, you're close. I'm like, but I'm not there yet. Relax. I'm like, come on. It's Relax. Like, I like how you're having this full conversation with your body. You're like, like, yes, I know, I, I like, know I'm close. I know proximity-wise, but I'm not there yet. I'm not as close as you think I am. It's like only four more turns, and then we're going to be there. I'm like, yeah, but I've got kind of a stretch of road to go. Come on, man. Right. And also, then I've got to unpack my child and get them into the home, and then I have to make it up actual stairs. Well, yeah. no, you don't. You've got to. Yeah. So I told, I go, hey, Natalie, so here's what, so here's what, Dada really needs to go poop, okay? So... Uh, I'm going to need to get you out of the car and we need to go run inside. Okay. She's like, okay. So I pull in the driveway and I'm like, I can't get all the stuff out. We just got to go. So like I, I pop out of the car, I run around the other side, open it up and she's like eating cereal. I'm like, you need to put your cereal down now. And she like grabs a fistful and like stuffing it in her mouth. I'm like, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. I'm like, get I her out. It. I put her down. I go run, 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 run. And she's like, started running in very lightly, like kid like. And we go in there. I'm like, okay, move, 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 move. And I go in, and I just plop down, and then just unleash unholy hell. It was just awful. It was horrible, horrible, horrible. And Natalie's just standing there, like watching. And I'm like, "Hey, this is what you gotta do, you know? This is how you learn, right? This is how you learn." Oh my goodness! Because you know what? She went poo in the potty today too. So kudos hey. to her. Very proud of her. Good job. All right. So it's time to clean up, right? Go back. Do a little wipe, and I come back, and like most of my hand is covered in just poop, and I'm like, "Whoa, wait, 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 wait! Why is this all over the back of my hand?" And I realize I'm still wearing my suit jacket from work. What? And I was like, "Oh God, is this on my suit?" And like I lift it up, and then at the bottom of it, there's just like poop across it. I'm like, "What happened? Why?" And I'm like trying to like, and I was just getting it everywhere, and I go, "Natalie, you gotta get out of here!" <laughs> like it's it's like a disease that's gonna she's it's gonna, gonna catch. blow. I was like. <laughs> We have five minutes until this explodes. I'm just like, I, I'm so perplexed. Where I'm Cut like, the red thread. I was like, I don't know what's happening right now. And she's like, Dad, Dad, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know. This is disgusting. She goes, Ew, this is disgusting. I'm like, I know. Right. You so used the correct context. I'm like, I just need to get in the shower. Like, this is, th- I don't know what's happening right now. I got to get out of here. And I was like, taking off my shoes and my jeans <laughs> and stuff. And I'm just like stripping down, but carefully trying not to. I'm like, I don't know where this is. It's like some hidden force right. that's just like poop. So the, the thing is, you don't want to like rip your jacket off and like f- like yeah. Jackson Pollock it right across the the the, the wall, oh. you know. So I stand up and I look, and somehow there's just shit all over the seat. I was like, "How did this did you, happen? What did you do? <laughs> what did it was you like? Do? It was all over the seat. Some of it had splattered over into Natalie's like potty. <clears throat> I'm like." She's like, Dad, Dad, that's my pie. I'm like, what happened? The only thing I could think of is as I sat down, the force of it coming out before I had really sort of like covered up the entire like uh, toilet hole was it just went whoosh and like hit with such force that it shot out the back and landed on the seat. And then I sat in the seat. I sat, are in, you- I sat in shit. Are you sure that you were lined up properly? Because potentially, I'm saying like potentially you were a little too far back. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, it came out fast. So, I mean, it was, it was, it, it was, it was a force to be Justin, reckoned with. It, it all happened so it fast. It was a blur. I, so I, fast. I don't know. I, I can't, I can't remember. It was it's just a blur. You know, like when a water balloon hits a pavement, 
It just right. sort of like splats. I feel like that's kind of <clears> what <throat> happened. You know, you can't tell that's where it, that where that's going to explode or where it's going to go. That's interesting because that's always been a fear of mine at work. Is especially like when wearing a uh, like a button up shirt mm-hmm. is um, is 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 having that happen. Like I'm always concerned. I'm like, oh god, please don't let this, please don't let this misfire. Please don't let it get down and under because I'm like I don't know what I would do to be I would rest of the day shirt free yeah I that was a horrible shirt horrible free. thing and I just went up and I go all right Natalie uh, I'm getting in the shower <laughs> <laughs> just go like, entertain yourself yeah I was like I hopped in the shower just like showered off real quick I'm like that was terrible that was absolutely terrible I went and got some shout started spraying my jacket because I'm like I gotta get this shit off my jacket like this is terrible right I was like oh man and I realized I've been eating like a pig lately because it was my birthday and it was Natalie's birthday. We've got all this sugar around the house and I've just been yep. really indulging. And I've noticed um, my bowel movements have been pretty fierce lately. And I'm like, I need to cut back. I'm like, You're, my, uh, my thing is like, I'm like, I'll eat it all and then it will be gone. Like, so that's my sort of mentality right now, which is not good. Right, right. But there's all this garbage no. food around. I'm like, ooh, look at this cake. Ooh. Look at these cookies. Your body is completely and utterly uh, get, getting back at you. This is this is your body's way of saying, "One hundred percent, go fuck yourself." Yeah, and my body's yeah. like, you know that uh, you know that blue frosting you're eating. Yeah, I'm going to show you what that looks like on the other end. Like it's not good. It's not pretty. Yeah, no, not at all. I know this not is entirely self inflicted, and I started realizing, you know, when I went full keto, and I realized, <laughs> you know, the poops were a lot nicer. <laughs> Where they? I did that. I realized less process. I didn't have as much of this problem when I was on keto. My I didn't have bubble gut nearly as much, and I was like, oh, yeah. okay, it's all starting no, to make sense. It's amazing when you when you start to eat clean and whole, and you don't eat the uh, <clears throat> you know you take away processed, and you start to eat you know more whole whole foods. That it's yeah, it, it, your body reacts differently. It processes things differently. It absolutely does. Yeah, it's it's amazing to me. Like to see that because I didn't realize I'm like how much of this is affecting me just going full sugar on stuff I'm seeing the effects oh yeah I used to no, eat like it, this all day no every joke. day 24-7 so yes you did <clears throat> whoa you know there's a wonderful right. bit by Tom Segura from one of his older uh, specials where he talked about how um, you know he moved in with his with his wife and when they moved to a new place the bathroom was closer to the living room and so he went in and just like Took a massive, you know, shit, had diarrhea. And when he got out, his wife had grabbed the keys and she's like, do we need to go to the hospital? And he's like, why? She goes, because of what just happened in there. He goes, what are you talking about? She goes, how often do you shit like that? And he's like, every day. And she goes, what? He goes, yeah. She goes, was there blood in there? He goes, I don't know. He goes, I just paint the bowl and I flush it. I don't look at it. Jesus Christ. And he goes, and that's when I realized that normal people don't have diarrhea every day. <laughs> so, needless to say, he needed to make some life changes. Which he in has. Order to, yeah, yeah, in order to make that better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't realize how that can affect you. And I've really started to realize that now where I'm like, okay. Yeah. Februarys are tough because it's anniversary, it's stupid Valentine's Day, it's Natalie's birthday, and it's my birthday. So, there's a that's lot a happening. Rough- it's a rough dietary month for you. This is this time last year's when I decided I'm like I need to go on a diet because I went right. through Natalie's birthday, ate just a whole bunch of shit all weekend, and I was like I can't keep doing this. I need to change my life. You finally having a kid in, indirectly made you realize that you needed to make some changes. No, eating a bunch of junk food and cake all weekend made me realize I can't do this the rest of my life. So I kind of like 
got back to this point, I'm like, right, let's dive back into kid. it, and then let's do it, and then be like, okay, cool, let's remember where we came from, and we shouldn't do this right. again for a reason. Right, until next February. Until next February. I give myself February. <laughs> right, and that's, yeah, some people do a dry January. Doug does a eat like shit February. I do fuck off fr- uh, February. Where it's just like, you know, I'm going to go and do what I'm going to do. and It's a short month anyway. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Right. I'm just going to, I'm going to hurt myself. And that's what it's going to be. All right. Remind myself (laughs) what I shouldn't be doing, which is (laughs) eating just a crap ton of sugar. I can't remember if the last podcast or the one before that I intended to, but I can't remember. Did I wish you happy birthday on the podcast? No. Well, happy birthday. Well, thank you. Or officially post birthday. Post mortem. Yes. Cool. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. It's very nice. And happy birthday to Natalie since uh, you brought it up there. Yes. She is officially three. That is awesome. Yeah. It's very interesting. She knew when I asked her how old she was, she hesitated. And then I asked her, are you 17? (laughs) And she said no. So she that was good. She knew she was not 17. Yes. So in in lieu of her turning three, one of the things I'm looking forward to do is we're going to take her to her first movie. Oh. uh, Which I'm super pumped about. And we've been talking it up to her. I've been, okay. I've been talking up to her for about a month now. Because she's been into, like, she is full on into movies. So she, she gets loves the concept movies. of what a movie is. Like, yeah. you, it takes X amount of time, typically. Like, she understands how it all rolls. I don't think she fully understands, like, when we're watching something, whether or not it's <clears throat> brand new. Like, in a sense that, like, when we sat down to ro- watch uh, Incredibles 2 or Wreck-It Ralph or, you know, 2 and everything like that, and she's like, what is this? I'm like, I don't know. We've all never seen this before. Oh, so she's still wrapping her head around that concept. She's like, I don't like this. I'm like, how do you know? You haven't watched it. I haven't. None of us has watched it, so we're going to sit, we're going to watch it, and then we're going to decide whether or not we like it. Like, that's kind of the I thing. Love, I love the fact that because it's not, and I, I never considered that, but yeah, because it's not familiar, she doesn't she doesn't have a tolerance for it yet. Which is very, very funny in that sort of regard. Yeah. Um, so I've been excited, and one of the things, we read, we've read, been reading the same book every night for like a month now. It's called... Uh, um, Good manners, and it's okay. basically about a bunch of animals and what's what's how what are good manners. And one of the the things is it's like you know, lions. It's okay to um, uh, roar loudly, you know, at the you know something something. It's it rhymes. Essentially, it's like a lion roaring, and then it's like, but these lions should practice their soft growls for the quieter times of the day. I go, do you know when we should be practicing our soft growls? She goes, where? I go at the library and at the movie theater. And so every time we get to that page before I can even read, she goes, at the library in the movie theater, I was like, because like, when we're at the movie theater, we got to be quiet, right? And I was like, it's going to be dark. There's going to be you know, a big screen. It's going to get loud with the sound. I go, mom's going to order popcorn. She's like, popcorn? She loves popcorn. So she's yeah, like, you go. like, we're going to see movies. She goes, and we're going to eat popcorn. I'm like, we sure are. You're so, damn right, kid. I'm super pumped. We're going to go see uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, nice. The Hidden World, I believe it's called. She the, loves the Lost Kingdom. The Lost Kingdom of people who love dragons. That's right. Yeah. Um, the people who, a Lost Kingdom of people who love dragons just a bit too much. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. And cannot be within 2,000 feet of other people. <laughs> <laughs> According to Toothless Law. Um <laughs> So has she seen, you said she has or has not seen the first two? Oh, she is an aficionado on the other two. She loves them Great, very, okay. very much. We've watched them many, many, many times. Now, does she get the concept of a sequel? Like, does she understand that they're, like, the stories are tied together? I don't, I think she seems to, um, in a sense of she understands that they're two separate movies. 
She'll, she'll okay. say which one she wants to watch. There's one in okay. our. Uh, the first one is has a blue background. The second one has a green background. So she'll be like, I want to watch the Red Dragon, which then I pull up Red Dragon okay. starring you know, uh, you know, uh, what's his face? Anthony Hop or yeah, um, Anthony Hopkins no. and yeah, uh, yeah, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, cool. And, uh, I, Norton, I think this is yeah. awesome that you love this movie. It's really violent, but it's cool. We can get into it. Um, and then she's like, I want to watch the blue one, which is the first one. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, but so she watches those a lot. So she's a big fan. She, I got her probably over a year ago, a stuffed toothless, you know, stuffed animal, uh, for her birthday. She got like a, a, an action figure of, uh, Stormfly and Astrid. So she's been carrying that around. So she's very familiar with everything. And I've showed her the trailer for the movie and she goes, I want to watch that. I'm like, me too, but we got to (laughs) wait. And tonight, uh, when we got home, I'm starting to get her into trailers more. So she watches okay. stuff. Um, so tonight she goes, I want to watch the Snowflake movie. And I'm like, you mean Frozen? And she didn't really get it, what she wants. So I'm like, I think I know what you want. So I put on the Frozen trailer. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. And she was just enthralled by it. And as soon as over. Has she seen the first one? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, but I was hoping we could have dodged that one. But um, at the, I, that's, I don't really like that one, man. It's not. Yeah. I, I think it's a really weak movie. I don't really get the love. Well, I think for you that and movie. we talked about that at one point. I remember on the on the podcast. I do remember talking about that. Now it's just it. Moana is a far superior movie in my mind for that for what for what you're getting. It it bucks sure. a few trends, but it, it seems like it's very bleh to me. But I see. Yeah. I mean, I think people just like <laughs> it because the, the songs are great and they're catchy. Um, yeah, absolutely. I yeah, think they, Elsa's they, powers are super fucking badass. Um, the thing that she can do, she can create life. She can create sentient life. And people are like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, dude, she made a goddamn snowman. She, right. she made Olaf and that guy sings who's, and dances. Who's self-aware, yeah. She made an ice golem that's this giant bodyguard that fights off people. I'm like, and it, and it speaks and it thinks and it feels. And I'm like, what? And everyone's like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, she made life. She's a god. She made life. She is literally a god. And the fact that I was like, dude, you know, whatever diplomatic relations you have with your with your with your allies, you are now in charge. Because you can literally right. be like, you're going to do what I want or I'm going to put a, uh, a, a a winter, a perpetual winter on your lands. So Right. And also I'll make an ice army. Mm-hmm. So good luck with that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I will go in the Basically, summertime when you are have your crops and I will permanently freeze them unless you dis- the, <laughs> unless you obey my demands. So really, Elsa is what's coming down from the north in Game of Thrones. She's yes. the resp- she's responsible for all of this. Yes, like she, the, yeah. the White Walkers, they all answer to her. Absolutely, that's an yeah. alternate that, universe like, where Elsa's behind it all. That that's going to be and and the dragons are also from How to Train Your Dragon. So all of these things kind of link up in Game of Thrones. Exactly, and the internet yeah. scene in there is is in Game of Thrones is from Wreck It Ralph. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because oh, that movie they, doesn't make they, sense, Hag. Admit it. The movie doesn't make sense, a, Hag. When they sit down to play a video game in uh, in Castle Rock. <laughs> I don't understand what this is. What is BuzzTube? What's this what fictional this? character creating things? It doesn't make sense, Hag. Admit it. Sorry, Hag. I love oh, you. Oh, that's cute. But anyway, um, really looking forward to so, taking her to go see this movie. So that so okay. So now I have to. It begs the question. I got to ask um, everyone. There's the uh, the old um, 
ah, what's the word I'm looking for? The st- the old, uh, not stereotype, but uh, the old adage, you know, taking taking kids on a plane, taking kids to the movie theater. Like people, people hate when kids are in a movie theater. So what are you guys planning on doing in case things go south? Are you ready to walk out or what's going on? Um, well, uh, I did go and buy a hammer. So uh, if anyone gives oh. a shit, I'll just pull off the hammer and tap it on the seat a couple times and be like, sit down. Just to establish dominance. Yep. yep. No, I think we're going to have a talk with her, and we're going to go an early showing. And this this movie came out, I think, last weekend or something like that, so it's not going to be like jam-packed or anything like that. So we're going to find okay. uh, an earlier time to go, go watch it. And I also have to believe there has to be a reasonable expectation that if you go see a children's movie, there's going to be kids there. Like, <laughs> And, I mean, because I remember when I went to go see the Lego movie with Jill, and there were kids there, and I'm like... It's going to happen. Like, I'm not concerned. Where I get annoyed is when people go to, like, PG-13 and above, and you've got kids in there, and they're being fucking dicks. Or you go to an R-rated movie, and there's a goddamn child in there, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Why are we having there you Why go. is this happening? This kid shouldn't right, be exactly. here. Or, or what was the uh, – was it Avengers, or what did uh, – mm, Don't bring did, it up, man. Did, I still have bad feelings What did feelings you go over. to? I can never – I just rewatched Civil War. That's what it was. I just rewatched that movie not too long ago, and I still, when I watched the intro, I'm like, that. I can only think of that fat fucking kid that sat next to me and was just ruining the whole goddamn movie. Just, I'll never forget that opening sequence. There's just an African guy there, and he goes, and the kid goes, "Hey, mom, look, it's his name. It's War Machine." I go, "That's just a black extra. That's racist, dude. Like, no, look." It's War Machine. I go, I'm like, no, it's not. It's not War Machine. He, Doug, he's a kid. He doesn't get that. Oh, my God. It's so, so obnoxious. I was like, Jesus wouldn't Christ. It be, wouldn't it be awesome if that was the same kid that you ended up encountering later on at the bounce house? It wouldn't surprise me. They seemed like the same kid. <laughs> it seemed like it. Kid in the movie theater kept going, high five, high five. I'm like, why? Why do you want a high five? <laughs> high five. High five. The Avengers are on screen. Oh. High five. Is, is that moment, too, like where Captain America gets up after he's been kind of beaten down a little bit by Iron Man, and he's about yeah. to say, I can do this all day, and the kid just goes, I can do this all day. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you. Don't do that. <laughs> at, at that point, I was about to slap this kid across the face and be like, I don't care. Like, fuck this kid. Like, I Jesus cannot, Christ. I cannot wait to hear how your <coughs> excuse me. I cannot wait to hear how your uh, your your outing with Natalie goes. I'm super pumped. I hope I hope it goes well. I, I really do too. hope it does because uh, it's you know that's that that's a big that's a big thing, especially for cinephiles like us. That's a big thing. Yeah, and you know I just want her to get in the mode of being able to enjoy that because after she watched the Frozen Two trailer tonight, I go, hey, do you want to go see that movie with Mom and Dad? She goes, yeah. I'm like, cool. We got to wait a while, but when it comes out, we'll go see it. So I kind I'm hoping. She starts yeah. getting excited for it. She absolutely loves the Spider-Man uh, Far From Home trailer. She's watched oh, cool. it a bajillion times. That's awesome. And <clears throat> the end of that trailer ends with uh, Flash basically talking about how much he likes Spider-Man. Like, why do you like Spider-Man so much? He's like, he's got a dope costume. He's a cool right. guy. And he's looking out for the neighborhood. And then he sees Peter Parker. And he's like, what's up, dickweed? Or dickwad? <laughs> and then Natalie turns to me. She goes, what's up, dickwad? I'm like, No. Oh no. no. I go, we don't oh. say that. It was hilarious, but I was like, no, we don't say that. And she goes, that's not good. She sees Jill and she goes, we don't say dickwad. And Jill's like, no, <laughs> we don't. Because Natalie's at that age where she feels like she has to 
mimic and do show you that she knows what she's not supposed to do. <laughs> like she'll say things like, the other day she came out of the bathroom and she goes, damn it. She goes, we don't say that. She goes, we don't say damn it. I'm like, no. You're like, yes, but don't, you're saying, you're still saying it. She's Stop like, we don't it. spit. <laughs> we don't, I'm like, yeah, you don't have to show me that you don't spit. Right. I get it. You don't, I, we don't do that. We don't say right, shut up. Just, I'm like, no, we don't say shut up. No, we don't. That's not nice. Right. That's not We nice. don't say motherfucker, dad. We don't say cunt. I'm like, no. You're right. We, we don't. don't say any of those things. We don't Please say those things. Stop illustrating the fact that you know not to say these. Please stop. I go to school and uh, teacher's like, how come your Natalie said something about licking scrum? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> where that came from. I'm just like, uh, podcasts. <laughs> She's listening I'll, to podcasts. I'll have to talk to Jill. She probably Man, picked it up from I her. I have yeah. no idea where that came from. I was just oh, like, oh, my wife. Oh, man. I, I was listening to Tom Segura on his podcast. And he talked about how his son knows now the response whenever the doorbell rings is, oh, fuck. <laughs> because he was, like, comfortable sitting down with his son and the doorbell rang. And Tom goes, oh, fuck. And then his son goes, fuck. <laughs> he goes, and Tom's like, well, oh, man. that one's on me. <laughs> well, he knows that one now. Damn it. <laughs> Oh man! So uh, that's awesome. Yeah, man. Is, so are you gonna are you gonna take Natalie to Captain America, Captain Marvel? No, I think that one's gonna be probably a little. That's something like she'll probably watch at home with us if need be. Are you gonna take her to it too? That's something my brother suggested. He's like, "Why don't you take her to it?" I'm like, "Well, I mean, give her the same fear that Jaws put into me, I guess, in some way, shape, or form." Your answer should have been, well, Dave, I'm not a terrible father, so well, no. Well, considering I saw an eight-year-old walk into that movie and after the first scene walk out with their babysitter, it seemed like, I mean, you know. Have you also, seen that movie yet? Also, side note, that babysitter is now fired. Yeah, right. Have you seen it yet? Yeah. I have not. It is, uh, it's, I know it's on HBO and it's on the queue for the ICMC, but uh, it's, it's not something I've yet seen. I know I'm bad at going to ICMC. When you guys do it, I'll be there. Really? I fucking love that movie, man. All right. I'll put that, that I'll float that out by the guys, yeah. Yeah, I'll do my best to get there because that, that's one of my favorite movies. I actually got Jill to watch it. And cuz she, she did not want to watch it. I go, "Trust me, I go, it's it's not just a horror movie. It's a good movie." Because people were okay. like, some people were okay. like, "It wasn't scary." I'm like, "It that's what makes it so awesome. It's not built on scares. It's a good right. movie." Right, it's not a slasher flick, yeah. It's a great movie. It's got some terrifying right. elements to it, but it's more of a coming of age story than anything. And it's right, awesome. right, right. So good. I cannot I also, wait for the sequel. I also love the fact. I mean, some, the kid actors they got were fantastic. Oh, they I mean, make I the just, movie. Again, I've not seen them in that, but from other stuff uh, that that some of them have been in that I've seen, and then also just the the adults uh, that they've got to play the adult versions. Oh. I, I love the fact that Bill Hader's in it. I love the fact He's that. Perfect. Uh, yeah, like is it just, uh, Jessica Chastain? It's, I was gonna say, is it Jessica? Ch- I always get her and uh, Blythe uh, Dallas Howard uh, mixed up. Yeah, they're, but, um, they look very similar. Um, yeah. And then, um, um, but yeah, James I, I, love McAvoy. The, I love the cast. Yeah, he's gonna yes, be great. Yeah, yeah, I think that's gonna be a, uh, an awesome, awesome. I can't wait, man! I can't wait for that movie. I, They've done such. So, they I did just such have to a pull good this job up here. They did such a good job I'm, with the first one that I remember going and seeing it, and. Uh, my favorite part is that, it, like, once it kind of goes to credits, it goes it, 
part one and the whole crowd goes oh like, uh, there's another <laughs> one i was like yeah Wait, so at the time did did was it not widely released that there was going to be two parts i mean it's one of those things where you know there's people that went to go see um you know infinity war that didn't realize there's going to be a sequel you know hag hag <laughs> and so it's kind of the same thing where i i mean if you know People like you and I, we follow movie news and stuff like that, so we kind of know what's going on. But for a lot of folks, which I, I've started to realize, don't follow that shit. Like, oh, cool, it, I love that movie, and then they just watch it, and it's, and they're like, it, and then slowly right. goes part one or chapter one. And everyone goes, fuck, <laughs> what, what? And I turned to my coworkers because oh, uh, we made a big deal about that. I go, I'll see you in two years because <laughs> we're gonna go who, see who, it again. Just... To my coworkers, I'm like, see you in oh. two years. We're gonna go see that fucker again. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's, uh, I love how Bill Sarsgaard is, uh, his, his credit on this is it. Yep. I don't know why they couldn't <laughs> not, just call him not Pennywise, Pennywise, but whatever, right. you know. He is it. it. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Um. Speaking of movies. So you're not, what's that? I was going to say, so you're not taking her to Captain Marvel and that's not because you disagree with Brie Larson. It's not that's because, because Natalie is, that's because Natalie is three. It's not because uh, a bunch of butthurt boys out there in the world are mad because Brie Larson told some folks during press junkets that like, hey, there's a bunch of white dudes that are always interviewing me. Is there? Can we get some diversity here? And then everyone was like, she's a feminist. I'm right. boycotting this movie. Wah. Wah. So, oh, my for God. For those of you... For those of you who don't know, uh, yeah, Brie Larson was on a press junket for uh, for for the movie, and uh, there was a bunch of um, people were asking her questions, and she realized that it was just a bunch of white dudes, and she had asked, "Is there anyone else from your different you know news associations or your your uh, organizations that, that could ask me questions and, and get a little bit of diversity?" Apparently, everyone went over to uh, Rotten Tomatoes and started. Uh, like just a flurry of, of, of fuck this movie and all these uh, negative reviews and it dropped it from 96% to 54%. Yeah. The audience score dropped from 96 to 54. That many people jumped on there. Yeah. It's really dumb to me because, um, you know, for me, like I, I was just, cause I was trying to figure out all the details on this. Cause my brother was like, did you hear about this? And I was like, what? He goes, oh, yeah, a bunch of people are fucking pissed for some reason, and they're trying to boycott it. And I found this random post from a guy who was like, I'm, this is the first Marvel movie I'm going to boycott because uh, Captain Marvel is not a hero. She's a really bad person. So I don't understand how Marvel's trying to take someone who's a bad person and trying to make him a hero. And he lists out all the things, all the character flaws. She's like, she's abusive. Uh, she's a drunk. She's, uh, she's listing all the things. I'm like, Iron Man. I was going to say, like, let's let's uh, run down. I yeah, I, Iron Man uh, for all of those, and then I mean, we've got. I mean, Hulk has anger issues. We've got you know, Thor is is an arrogant prick. He's like, well, if you follow you know, the like, comics, I was like, dude, Hank Pym was incredibly abusive to his wife. He li there's literally comics of him <clears throat> smacking his wife back in the early days. So I was like, you can't make that argument. Just say you don't want to see it because there's a chick in it. Just say that, right? right? I mean, yeah, like, let's be, yeah. I mean, look, like everyone, you know, Rogue One caught flack because it had a female uh, antagonist. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Ghostbusters movie caught flack because of that. It should have caught flack because it just was not a good movie. But 
uh, like all the actresses that were in it were solid and their performances were good. The movie itself just wasn't that good. It's the same thing but, with like, you know, uh, you know, episode seven of Star Wars. People were so mad that. Right. With Ray. Yeah. Uh, that Ray. They're like, oh, this is stupid. This girl, she's a Mary Sue. She just has all these powers. And they don't explain it. I'm like, okay. But it seems like you're mad because there's a woman who's powerful. <laughs> and that seems right, to me that exactly. you're scared by that. And it annoys me. Like, I just typed in Captain Marvel boycott, and there's just three videos. One of them is Brie Larson convinced me to boycott Captain America or Captain Marvel. Right. And I was like, really? Really? Because that's what I was Here's trying to get. Because, yeah. I mean, we had, uh, um, you know, we had some pretty good dialogue on a post uh, that we posted to our uh, our Facebook page and to Twitter that says, you know, Rotten Tomatoes to no longer allow fan comments or reviews prior to a movie's release because of shit like this. Right, which separately, and I want to get into that too, but separately, that I, I Rotten Tomatoes, I think it's fantastic that they are making some changes because they have been, they went from a place to get information to a industry influencer mm-hmm. far too fast. Exactly. Because someone had posted on there, um, it was Kevin Lynch, he was like, you know, he had a point where he's like, you know, a place where people could go to voice their opinion, is, which makes their site popular, is now being shut down. And my question was, you know, I, because I, part of the thing from uh, Rotten Tomatoes was they want to make the their data a little more easier to read in a sense of, because it can be confusing to some folks as to... If this, if they see like audience suggested or audience power is, or audience wants to view it at forty percent, some casual onlookers will be like, "Oh, this got forty percent," versus right, the critical exactly. reviews, which may be at ninety percent. And for me, I'm like, "That's fine. Streamline that data, make it easier." But more importantly, like, should you be able to? Should an average fan be able to review a movie before it's out? That seems weird that they were even able to do that. Before. Right. Well, you're not reviewing the movie before it's out. You're expressing interest in seeing it, which mm-hmm. is meaningless. Yeah. It is meaningless. There is zero. Th- th- I could give two shits if, like, if you line 20 people up, if 20 of them said, I have no interest in seeing this movie, I'd go, great. <laughs> I don't care. Like, <laughs> like it, that's meaningless. If you've seen the movie and you can give me an actual, like, breakdown of, you know, this is why I did or did not like it, then that holds more value to me. But if someone's just, you know, if if, if the only thing that they have to offer is, mm, no, thank you, not for me. I'm like, great, okay, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, and also on top of that, you know, I also want to ask the question, if you don't want to see the movie because of an actor said something that, that you don't like, should that affect how the movie is reviewed? Right. It's Again, that's not a review because that actor is not playing themselves in the movie. You know, it's like yeah. that it's it's the movie is sitting now again. I know and people can twist that and they can go, all right, well, what if, uh, you know, Harvey Weinstein was back and, you know, was in well, a movie. Well, Kevin Spacey's a good example. You know, we've they, talked about right. that, you know, his serious, his stuff was serious enough to the point where people are like, yeah, I feel like if I go to this, I'm supporting him, you know? Right. And I understand. Yes. Like I said, you can, you can, you know, that can be twisted into whatever people want to take it as. But I mean, the, the, the core idea, the fundamental idea is you're, you're not, you're, you're pissed off about something that they said and you're, this is not an actual review on the movie. You have no, in no way, shape or form, form is reflective of the quality of the movie, the content of the movie, the, you know, uh, whether, whether or not it was a good flick. But for me, like, um, you know, I think a good 
a comparative thing for me is Gwyneth Paltrow. I think she's a really dumb human. Um, she the she the fact that she runs a site called Goop that promotes a bunch of really bullshit like um, remedy things like vaginal crystals. Have you heard about this? I've heard some weird stuff. Yeah. yeah, I don't like. I don't mind the fact that it's called Goop. I don't mind the fact that you know it's it's selling you know whatever. It just it's, I have I have heard some I have heard some interesting things though, which I'm I I can't I'm not. Here's the thing. I'm not going to pull a Rotten Tomatoes uh, troll. Mm-hmm. I'm, I I don't have enough information to give you an informed opinion about. Well, it. at one point they had to take down some of their stuff that they were selling because they were saying that their vaginal crystals like prevented diseases and stuff like that. So <clears throat> to, to, the thing is, I think she's grossly in her own world <laughs> and grossly incorrect sure, sure, sure. and out of touch with most things, but fucking love her in a lot of her movies. I think she's fantastic right. as Pepper Potts. I absolutely love the charisma and the connection she has with Robert Downey Jr. in those movies. I'll fucking watch that shit all day. I don't like her as like the horseshit that she does outside there. The fact that she thinks that, you know, she tried to take some stab at like, you know, I don't understand why poor people, you know, eat garbage all day. Look what I spent with a mere $30 to get all this wonderful blah, blah, blah horseshit. It's like, uh, that's what? That's right. That yeah. was the thing that I heard more recently. Yeah. yeah. No. <clears throat> and again, yeah, there's some there's some things where I'm like, look, you're a little out of touch here. Or, you know, your company is maybe making some claims that it definitely shouldn't because that can be dangerous if you've, you know, if... if to, to there's one thing about promoting something. There's one thing about saying like factually, like oh, this will do this, and they, that there there can be there's a lot of ethical gray area there mm-hmm. that I I don't think you should trot into. But um, yeah, to to that point, like I don't think any of it is egregious enough to make me go, oh, I'll never see another thing she's in again ever. No, yeah. absolutely not. Well, same thing. The like, Kevin yeah. Spacey one, it's a little. That's a harder argument because you know, you know. Hashtag gross human. Yeah. But. Or it's the same thing with like Tom Cruise. Like a lot of people are like, I can't stand Tom Cruise. I'm like, I fucking, <clears throat> I fucking like him in his movies, man. Like I do. I do. I really do. Say what you want the, about the Scientology. Movies have, but God damn it, I yes. fucking love him in his movies, man. I think he's very <laughs> enjoyable and fun to watch. <laughs> I love watching him run everywhere. Yes. He's a really he's got really good form. Like he's got really good form. Those arms pump. He keeps them at ninety degrees. Yeah. Elbows go back at a nice even pace. Yeah, it's really good. Really, really solid. Yeah, it's one of those things where um, you know I I think for someone to be upset because in my mind again, do I know the verbiage for which Brie Larson spoke? No, but if the context of it is like, hey, I'm talking to a lot of white dudes. Is is there someone else I can talk to? I look at that. I was like, "All right, that's cool." You know, I think that's cool that right. she's like, "Hey, can we get a little diversity out here?" <clears throat> and if people are so mad about that that they're gonna be like, "I'm gonna boycott this movie," I'm like, "Well, I don't care about your opinion anyway because I want the movie to stand or fall on its own merits." You know what I mean? I don't want Absolutely, I don't yeah. want this movie to be you know you know movies can be good, fine, or terrible. You know, I think Wonder Woman is an okay movie. All right, I think it. Got a little more celebratory because it was directed by a woman and it was about a woman. I thought it was okay. It was in, it was sure. it was fun to watch. I won't ever buy it because I'm like it's okay. It has a lot of serious flaws in it, but I was like it's a pretty good movie, you know. And you know, same thing with like you know, I fucking love Rogue One. You know, love that. Um, I like the Hunger Games. That's got a lead as a woman. You know, good movie. You know, there's also some shit yeah. movies out there like with that sort of stuff that. Are what they are, but I'm not gonna look at it and be like, ah, oh, it's just a bunch of fucking chicks. I'm not interested. I'm like, just if it's a good movie, I'll fucking watch it. 
Right. Well, also, it's it's not. I, I, again, I'm reading through uh, reading through some quotes and and, and uh, some pull quotes and stuff from the article and from where like nothing that I'm reading did she ever go. You know, like <laughs> death to white men. Like ah. that. Like if you're if you're gonna get like that, but again. What she's saying is if people can't accept the fact that there needs to be more inclusivity and more diversity and more, you know, everywhere in life. Now, I mean, with in the press, in, you know, in movies, in TV, in music, in name it, you know, wherever it is, uh, like that, it's something that I is in this day and age, to me, it's it's an an unarguable or an inarguable fact that you like. There needs to be, and we are on the road to getting there, but it's a very slow moving road. And, you know, in, anyone who has been fighting this fight for a long time, you know, since civil rights and everything has, has seen how slow the progress is, but it, it's something that needs, we need to keep walking down that path. Like we need more diversity. The, 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 and look, this coming from a straight white male, you know, ha, have dominated everything for fucking ever. Like that there's, there's nothing to be afraid of with change like this. And so for people to get all pissed off and boycott that it it's absurd. It's a fucking movie guys. And not only that, it's like, what do you want? Do you want to recast this as a dude? Like what would make you happy? Right. Like it's, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't understand. Like that's the kind of thing right. where I, I didn't understand uh, the Star Wars stuff. Well, technically, Adam, uh, you know, he was the first Captain Marvel, and then he passed along the powers to Carol Danvers. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's one of those things where I'm like, it was the same thing with Star Wars. They tried the same shit with Black Panther. They're like, right. ah, I don't want to watch this movie because it's about <laughs> black people. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Were, were the other 70 movies about white people not enough for you that year? <laughs> They're like, nah, nah, there's no way that's believable. I'm like, well, if you fucking read a goddamn Black Panther comic, they're pretty fucking cool, man. He's an awesome character. Right? I love him. He's so cool. You know? Yeah, it's just, it's it's the people where, like, one, you know, uh, one, you know, a black movie comes out or a female-led movie comes out. And they're like, well, wait, where's our white representation? <laughs> or, you, you know, know, they the get all, they get all stuff fucking... Where they're like, we're all the white people. Dude, they're in Harlem, man. Right. <laughs> they're in Harlem. For fuck's sake. It's, it's... A- <laughs> Right, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it, it. Oh my god, it's 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 infuri- It really is. It's <clears throat> it's it's infuriating and a little disheartening because you're just like, is this really the kind of shit that we have to? Do we have to explain this kind of shit is, to to these people? Is this the hill really? you guys are gonna die on? Really, this is the one. All right. you're like, I'm gonna fight this battle. This is my right. This is my day. I'm like, okay, I guess. I mean, look, if if that's where you want to expend your energy, fantastic. Then do that. But understand that this movie is still going to make buttloads of money. Yeah. So you're, I'm, I appreciate the fact that you think this is where you need to make that stand, but you're wrong. What was it? There was some stupid ass uh, male chauvinist group that claimed that because of them, the Last Jedi lost a million dollars and i was like right a million dollars huh that's all you guys can <laughs> muster a million really the same an independent on, film fellas like you know jesus and they were so proud of it like we i was like first of all show me your numbers on how you were able to actually attribute your efforts to that and second of all a million dollars a million right hold on i just for the sake of fun i'm pulling up box office mojo mm-hmm. so uh oh doug they only made worldwide $1.3 billion. Man, they could have had $1.31 billion if it weren't for those male chauvinists. Saying, 
$1,332,539,889. They could have gotten $1,333,539,899. That is their loss. And they, they were so proud of it, too. They were like, we did. I, yeah. And I was like, okay. okay. You know what, guys? Okay. You guys go home, you snuggle under your blankets, you know, you fart under your by yourself, fart under your blankets, Dutch oven yourself and enjoy your lives. Whatever makes you happy. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Just Jesus Christ, man. I don't get it. I just don't get it. If the movie sucks, let's talk about why the movie sucks. All right? You know what I mean? Uh, I know. I'm not saying go I, go I, I just I'm I'm fucking curious about this character. I don't and what I love about a lot of these movies is beforehand it gives me an opportunity to read up on them. And see what they do, what their abilities are, learn more about them. Like right. for Spider-Man, <clears throat> I don't know shit about Mysterio, but I know he's going to be in it. And I read up on him. I'm right. like, how's this guy even an effective villain? I don't fucking get it. He seems like a real idiot. But you know what? I'm curious to see how he works. You know, and with you know, also, also in the trailer, he doesn't really look like a villain. No, and that's the- he seems he seems to be trying to do something good. Right, and he's just saying like, keep out of the way. Yeah, so. It's one of those things where I, I just don't – I don't know, man. I, I don't understand um, the hatred. I don't understand uh, people getting upset over that sort of stuff. It doesn't make any sense to me. And, you know, it, to me it's like let's let's judge the movie by itself. And if Brie Larson had done something terrible, like she was all of a sudden discovered to be a sex trafficker and branding people or some shit like that, I'd be like, okay, different story. I don't really want right. to be supporting someone who does that, you know. Right. Now we, now we have an issue. Yeah. <laughs> Now we have a legitimate issue that there's cause to cause for. And concern. if you legitimately let me, let me read you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. No, you go ahead. <clears throat> I was gonna say. Um, so it was a uh, an interview with Marie Claire, uh, the magazine. The Oscar winner said she was keen to use her new role as Captain Marvel to campaign for increased diversity, particularly in the movie industry. Which again, th- that is the hot button issue right now. I feel like I feel needed. like Hollywood's done enough. I mean, do we really need to do more? <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. I mean, the Green Book uh, one, guys. Can we do more? I mean, do we have to do more? <laughs> uh, she even chose a disabled woman of color, uh, Kaya Brown, to interview her for the magazine. And this is the pull quote from the magazine. About a year ago, I started paying attention to what my press days looked like and about the critics reviewing movies. And I noticed it appeared to be overwhelmingly white males. So I spoke to Dr. Stacy Smith at USC uh, Annenberg Inclusion Initiative, who put my study? To, who put together a study to confirm that? Moving forward, I decided to make sure my days, my press days, were more inclusive. After speaking with you, the film critic Valerie Com- uh, Complex, and a few other women of color, it sounded like across the board they weren't getting the same opportunities as others. When I talked to the facilities that weren't providing it, they all had different excuses. Um, she goes on to say, "I I want I want." I want to go out of my way to connect the dots. It just took me using the power that I've been given now as Captain Marvel, the role, uh, comes with all these privileges and power that makes me feel uh, uncomfortable because I don't really need them. So she was trying to use all that, you know, now she's got access to stuff that, you know, once you go in superhero, especially with Marvel, you get access to things sure. uh, and, and, and a, a different level of, you know, career notoriety than you might have gotten uh, otherwise. Not saying that, you know, Marvel is the career maker, but obviously it lends itself to having a heightened, uh, you know, brand yeah. for yourself. And so she wanted, she's like, I wanted to use this to do something good, which for any time I hear that, fucking A, man. Yeah. Like, that is absolutely admirable. 
Yeah, I don't understand how people took that as, oh, she's a feminist. And you know what? If feminists really bother you, this movie's probably not for you anyway. So Right, honestly, that's the thing. Like, Jesus. If, yeah, if, if, if I'm boycotting it. Okay. <laughs> right. That's right. like me saying, like, I'm not going to watch HGTV. I probably wasn't going to do it anyway, you know? This, right. this is no different. <laughs> going back to the people who go on the review sites, like, I won't watch this movie. That's no different than go, someone going to a video game forum and being like, I'm going to quit playing this game. I'm <laughs> leaving. And people are like, okay, <laughs> bye. The amount of times right. I've seen people do that from World of Warcraft, they're like, this game is broken, and this is my last forum post. People are like, okay, just leave, man. You don't have to... You don't have to put up a fucking message on your way out. Just go. I don't give a shit. What are you expecting right. for people to be like, no, stay, random stranger. It's gonna get better. Like we don't fucking care. We're like leave. We, oh, we we will be we'll be torn to pieces if uh, if if we lose you. We'll just emotionally we'll be a wreck. Oh no, big nuts. The druid, the level one twenty druid, <laughs> resto druid won't be in the raids anymore. Oh no, we'll find a replacement, guys. It's gonna be fine. I just don't. Get oh it. my god. Oh my god! I'm just reading some of these other. Th- oh, like some of. Th- I shouldn't have gone down Do this it. road. Say but- it. Say what they are. We all need to hear it. So, oh my god! So she's being labeled a social justice warrior whose progressive views mean she doesn't deserve the white male dollar, which makes me whoa. Like I read with like that is. <laughs> oh my god! She doesn't He's- deserve the white male dollar. Some I. This is a quote. I somehow feel that the scrolls are not the enemy. Uh, but that I am, since Brie Larson has been careful to state she doesn't want the press tour to include types like me. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Uh, Guys, this is a, if you want to yep, be mad yep. about PC culture, there's other things, more important things to be married married about, to be upset about. Okay, this is not one others, of those. Others decry the fact that Larson is taking on a superhero that was once male in the comics, as we were joking about earlier. This is a quote. <clears throat> quote, if Captain Marvel was any good, she wouldn't have to steal her name from another character, writes Dan R. <laughs> while 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 Rudy M writes, This Captain Marvel is a fake. Cap- <laughs> this Captain Marvel is a fake. Captain will always be the superhero. And he write he wrote superhero. Oh. <laughs> he wrote superhero. This dumb dick wrote superhero. Uh, this Captain Marvel is fake. Captain will always be the superhero dressed in red with a lightning bolt in front of his chest. Okay. He's, again, this these are the kind of people where I I look at them and go, you know what? Continue to not procreate because we do not need more of more of the, you, more of whatever this is. I, I'm just like, guys, look. Have you liked the other Marvel movies up to this point? All the however many there've been, twenty. Like, can we? Can you trust? Can you trust real quick? Can you put oh some trust God. in everything? Like it's, it's not even a trust. Like it's it's. I mean, uh, the, at the it, base level, trust that Marvel is going to do what they do, and if for some reason they fail, they fail. But at this point, I feel like they've earned your trust. You know what I mean? They've earned my trust. Like I didn't know what Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be like. I didn't like the trailers for it. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Really like the movies. Right. I right. was worried about Civil War. I was worried about Infinity War with all the characters. It's okay, you know? And for me, it's just like, look, dude, I'm super pumped to see what Captain Marvel can do, how she fits into the overall universe. Um, you know, the fact that, you know, why did Fury, without knowing anything that was going on with Thanos, 
and he sees people fucking disappearing. Why did he reach in his jacket and, and call for Captain Marvel in that moment? Why? Like, there's right. so many questions I want answered, and I'm curious. Like, I'm so – and watching her in the trailers just fucking blow the shit out of stuff, I'm like, dude, how could you not like this? Like, this looks amazing. I Again, yeah, I know. I, I, I I, again, the, it doesn't matter how good the movie is going to be. It doesn't matter how good the movie looks. It's these are people who just they're so they're so they're backwards and they're screwed up, man. They're they're screwed up in their heads. That's that's the only I don't know how else to say. And it. this is what has nothing to uh, it's zero to do with the movie. It has absolutely zero to do with the movie. And this is also what sucks about having the internet these days is because these fucking troglodytes wouldn't have a platform to say their stupid shit, you know, twenty years ago. Or something. Yeah. They wouldn't have to be like, I'm not going to see it. People would just be like, cool. They either see it or they wouldn't. We wouldn't have to fucking listen to them. Right, exactly. Oh, that was the one. That was the other one. It was Charlize Theron in Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, no. That's that was right. the one that everyone got. Because they're like, oh, she's just she's telling Mad Max what to do, and he'd never stand for that. Not and my Mad blah, Max. Blah, blah. Like, just what the yeah. fuck? Oh my! I forgot. That's what it was. Oh god. my god! I guarantee you, it's the same same it assholes. Just commenting like, on wait, this. I was on board until I saw that you know Charlize Theron's character was ordering Mad Max around. I don't think so. This is not my movie. It's like that's the reason why you're not going to watch it. Those are the kinds right. of people where I'm just like, dude, I don't think you get most things. Like, you don't get most things if you're going to watch a trailer and be like, who's talking the most? Uh oh. I'm out. If you generally don't have an interest in it, like, look, the the reboot of Ghostbusters with all the females, I just didn't think it looked like a good movie. I like all those actors. Right. I think it'd be great. I had a lot of problems with the fucking trailers and everything they were trying to portray. As I'm like, I think you guys are failing here. So I didn't have any interest yeah. in it. The new uh, Ocean's 8 with all the ladies didn't have an interest in it. To me, I was like, oh, cool. So you're taking the same thing, but all you're doing is just adding women to it? Okay. I mean, I hope it's good. Maybe I'll catch it. When it's on uh, Netflix or something like that, I'll, I'll check it out. But it seemed very hollow to me as far as like what they were trying to accomplish with it. It didn't seem, um, you know, a situation where I'm like, oh, cool, this this grabs my interest. So I was like, whatever. But I don't I don't hate on it because it's just ladies in it. Oh, I don't want to. Right. Well, and here, <clears throat> I'll give I'll 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 equalize this out here. Oceans Twelve and Oceans Thirteen were garbage movies. Eh, there you go. I I Thirteen's uh, a guilty pleasure for me. Really, it is. I love, hmm. I love, those movies are just fun. And I know, I know 12 and Oce- 13 aren't good. They're fun to me. Right. I was going to say, so let's, let's be clear. You're not saying they're good. No, they're guilty <laughs> pleasures. Right. Oceans, Oceans 11, for me, Oceans 11 was really the Fantastic. only, uh, I mean, it was, it was a sol- all, all around top to bottom and still holds up to this day. It was a, a such a fun movie. Um, it was well done, well acted this, you know, the, the, all, all the way again, top to bottom, but uh, yeah, any anything subsequent from that, like it's not because there was like, no oceans movie after that has really needed to happen in mm-hmm. my eyes. Yeah, so it's not it has nothing to do with male leads or female leads. I think every every oceans movie that has come after that, you know, sure I'll, I've I've watched them, but eh, you know, like I'm take them or leave them. Oceans Eleven is just the only one I need, and that's yeah. just that's you know again that's just because everything past that point to your point it's just repetitive, and I don't need that. Now, again, people are going to twist this, and I'm going to have people come at me and go, whoa, the superhero movies are all just repetitive. It's all the same, uh, you know, it's all the same uh, uh, plot points and everything in every one of them. I get it. I understand it. I'm hypocritical in that sense. Go fuck yourselves. No, I mean, again, I I look at the the superhero stuff as, you know, these are episodes of these characters. They've found a formula to take a movie and make it episodic. 
And that's sure. what stands it apart. That's why I can watch a non-Marvel movie and be like, this feels icky. This feels icky because it, you guys are trying to make this something that it's not, or this is what I'm accustomed to is what I should say. I'm accustomed to. Sure. It's like um, watching a series that I can't binge. I'm like, I'm so used to binging shows that if it's like, yeah, this is going to come out every week, I'm going to be like, ah, I'm not used to that. Right. Oh, my God. I, I, I don't like it. Like, I'm, I'm looking forward to Game of Thrones coming out in April, but I'm like, damn it, that's going to come out weekly. Fuck. Like, you know, it's going to be one of those things where I'm like, ugh, it's not what I'm used to. So when I go and watch something, you know, that's not a superhero and it doesn't have the same pacing and stuff that I'm used to, I'm like, ugh, I don't like it. But, you know. Hard hard for you to, to stomach that? Yeah, it's just what I'm used to and what I like. And so, yeah, I, I mean, it's just a situation where, you know, I, I want a good story and I don't give a shit who's in it. If, if, right. if I watch any movie that I feel like is, uh, what's the word that I feel like is really condescending and pretentious? Uh, it's very, uh, fuck, what is it? Pandering? No. Kind of pandering, but it's also, um, shit. I can't, I'll think of it later. I'll scream it. But um, it's just something that's derivative. You know, it's very derivative. Nice. And I, I feel like that was some of those movies where I'm just like, ah, this just seems like, hey, we'll take the same formula and we'll apply it to this group of people. And I'm like, no, I'm good. And I don't feel that way about the superhero movies at all. I don't feel like they're derivative. I'm like, no, this is this. And to me, I, I you argue away with me, everybody. I could be wrong. I don't give a shit. To me, I'm like, I'm excited. Put me in front of it. And that screen, I'm going right. to watch the shit out of it. And I don't care. Right. But to, to, to disparage a movie just based off the fact that someone, you know, the, the person who is starring in it or that person made an opinion, like that's, it, this, this entire, uh, you know, uh, quote unquote, uh, you know, um, and I'm, I'm blanking on words now. Um, Christ, what am I Dick wads. For? Yeah, this whole dick wad. No, <laughs> this whole, um, consp- not conspiracy. Ah. This this whole to do that has been uh, uh, brushed up because of this, uh, it it it's absolutely pointless. And uh, anyone anyone who's going to boycott the movie because of it, it like good. We don't need you going to movies anymore. I think the phrase you were why looking you, for. Was, why don't you just uh, boycott all movies? Butthurt bonanza, I think, is what you were looking for. That's right. Yes, this whole butthurt bonanza <laughs> that has come up because of it. My daddy used to always <laughs> talk about the old butthurt bonanzas. You know. <laughs> Well, I remember back, uh, oh, it was 19 Dickety 2. Dickety 2. It, uh, it was the first butthurt bonanza I'd ever been to. It must have been Tuesday last when I first ran into my butthurt bonanza. That's right. It's been at least a fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so long oh, story my. short, I cannot wait to see Captain Marvel. Yes, and I cannot wait to see uh, the two people that we pick for this week's Throwdown. <laughs> I was like, did he forget what it was called? Did I lose Did he him? freeze? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so on this week's throwdown, uh, I'm going to do the, the two people I wanted to do last week, um, but uh, you inspired me with PJ Masks last week, ah. and so I couldn't. I had, to, I had to table this, and I've had these tabs open uh, the, the entire week waiting. Uh, these and, like, 30 other tabs, but uh, waiting for the chance to put these two together face-to-face in the Throwdown Arena. So, uh, today's Throwdown. Now, I know you have, you're familiar with one, and I think both of them have been in Throwdowns before. You're familiar with one. The other one you need to be familiar with, and we've talked about this. But today we're going with Frank Castle, mm-hmm. the Punisher, 
versus John Wick. Have we done this before? No. So we have done <laughs> No. We we have done uh uh Frank Castle versus um I cannot remember who we put him up against. Mm-hmm. I know, I know we, we did John Wick. Versus we the did John Wick versus the Trent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you do you think we've done this? If you're confident, no, we've I'm done not this confident. I just because I think we've done both these in separate throwdowns, so I probably haven't. I I just cannot remember who. No, I don't think we have. I know we've done. I know we've done the Punisher before. I just cannot remember who we put the Punisher up against. Interesting. So um, uh, I'm going. I'm trying to go back through real quick to some of these, and I we did the Punisher so long ago. No, that's fine. I, let's do it. Let's do John Wick and uh, Le Punisher. Guys, if we've done this before, we are very sorry. I'm not. You're welcome. You know what? If this makes you, if this makes you want to boycott the podcast, then that's fine because uh, you know that's that's fair. You want to cop my boys? Go right for it. <laughs> uh, so, um, how's John Wick with explosives? Let me ask you that. John Wick with explosives. I know he's really good with a gun. How's he with explosives? Uh, you know, God damn it! I feel like I should know this better. Um, I mean, I feel like he's used them. We'll say that. I feel like John Wick has used them. Typically, John Wick is going to stick pretty much with just guns, mm-hmm. um, guns, knives, things of that nature. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure he can use explosives if and when he needs to. I feel like the Punisher has the upper hand because I think he's really good with explosives. So okay, that's okay. That's, so I look at that as a meaning he'll have explosives with him. <laughs> okay. Um, oh wait a second! I'm sorry. We did the transporter versus Frank Martin versus John Wick. Frank Martin. Wait, Frank Martin. Who's Frank? Martin? <laughs> oh no, Frank Martin is the transporter. <laughs> You did the transporter, comma Frank Martin versus John Wick. Yes, I think we're doing. Sorry, this. I was just going back through trying to find this. <laughs> focus, Justin. Stay on. Target. I'm so sorry. Uh, yes, focus. Um, okay, so uh, John Wick versus Frank Castle. Um, so here it goes. <clears throat> this 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 one uh, Reddit uh, thread actually put it in a, a wonderful. It, again, he said. Basically, it depends on the setting. So the Punisher decides that a hitman working with the Russian mob is his next target. Can he kill John Wick? Mm. Round one, John is alone in his house. Round two, John is at the Continental, which is the underground uh, like string of hotels mm-hmm. that that crime syndicate has. And then number three, the tables are turned and Frank Castle is in police custody, guarded by federal marshals around the clock. Can John Wick kill him? Mm-hmm. And so he basically let loot, let the, the forum run loose with this. Um, it says, if John knows the Punisher is coming, then he has a strong chance of winning. You need to realize that John Wick reaches, and I love the fact that someone went through and plotted this. John Wick reaches an 85% accuracy rate in his movie, meaning that 85% of his shots resulted in a direct hit. He accumulated 77 kills in his movie, 49 of which were direct headshots. This is relevant in the fight against the Punisher, assuming the Punisher is wearing his normal Kevlar vest. Uh, then direct chest shots result in no damage. A direct headshot should kill uh, the, uh, the the Punisher. If the Punisher has the surprise advantage, though, uh, Punisher all day. You um, fucking nerds. 
I know. I love how fucking Someone into that they got. Calcul- we're going to watch the movie, and we're going to calculate how many <laughs> body shots and how many headshots. What's his accuracy? We're going to count every bullet and everything like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Again, I, I would say that John Wick is insanely resourceful, ridiculously accurate. He's surgically accurate, and I think more so than The Punisher. Mm-hmm. I think The Punisher... Again, I think this comes down to that, like, it comes down to grace versus uh, brute strength again. Yeah, I think it comes down to savagery versus accuracy. Right. Because, and so, so yeah, the if, Punisher's if, not necessarily known for being accurate, but he'll fucking find a way to, he'll 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 hurt you. <laughs> also, the Punisher, they, they forgot to put in the stop when they, uh, when they created him. Yeah. Like, he just, he goes. He just goes. Yeah, so he definitely won't be afraid of John Wick. But I also right. feel like um, possibly he seems a little more emotional than uh, exactly, John Wick, right. which I think John Wick will exploit. And, right, exactly. And I, I agree. I think depending on who has the advantage, because um, if it's neutral, like for some reason they're just in an area and they just decide that they're going to fight each other, it's going to be quick as shot. And I think John Wick, I think John Wick's still going to have the advantage in that regard. But. Yeah. Any situation where the puncher has the advantage, I just I expect there to be explosives. I expect expect there to be like a lot of yeah. chaos and things like that. Whereas John Wick, if he's if he's expecting him, I don't think the Punisher has a shot. Right. Well the thing is too, like in John Wick two, there's this amazing scene in like the catacombs of uh like the, the Vatican, uh where he's where he's basically in this underground tunnel system and he is set up, like he's put a shot like he's set up all this he knows exactly where he's going to go and where he's going to lead people backwards. Mm-hmm. And he just fucking decimates like half an army. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. But he has, again, he, very similar to the Frank Castle, he set everything up. He knew exactly where things were going. So, yeah. uh, you know, they both tactically, I feel like they're very matched. So if it's just in a straight up, again, if it's in a straight up brawl, I mean, the, the Punisher all day because he's just, he's got the brute force and he... He's unbreakable. Yeah. Like he's, he just he can take a beating and you know and, and just keep on going. Uh, but I just I I think I'm going to give it to John Wick because you know even if even if the Punisher has the drop on him, John Wick is so surgically accurate and he's the guy that you call in the movie. They talk about he's the guy that you call when you need to kill the boogeyman. Yeah, like so he's he is just feared in this world. Mm-hmm. So. I uh, I gotta give it. I think I have to give this one to John. Wick. Yeah, I think just in you can run the simulations. I think most of the time John Wick's gonna come out on top. There's definitely times where yeah. Frank Castle, he's definitely a trump card. He has an X factor that's gonna put him in yes. a situation where he's gonna give himself an advantage. But most of the time John Wick is going to have the upper hand. I feel like in most situations. So I'm also gonna give it to John Wick. Yeah, there you go, John Wick for the win. Dirty dare for the win. Nice, that was fun. <laughs> Uh, Justin, what do you got to promote this week? Anything to shout out? <coughs> um, I'm in the middle of watching Solo, a Star Wars story. Okay. Don't watch it. In the it. middle of it. That's interesting. Yeah. It's taken me a few days to get through it. Don't watch it. <laughs> That's your recommendation? <laughs> My recommendation is to steer clear of it. Here's the thing. It's a fun, it's a fun, like, mindless movie, mm-hmm. but there are certain things in it thus far that I've been like, wait, why... Why this? Yeah. This person got killed. Why is no one? Why does no one care about this person getting killed? You guys got over this far too quickly. Yeah, you know, things things like that. I'm just like, oh, there's, I don't know. It just, yeah, there's something, there's something amiss about it. And I try to, I try to be very fair to movies. 
Um, it's it's a fun, mindless movie, but and it's got some cool visual effects, but you know, eh. Yeah. Um, I'd recommend the podcast called The Butterfly Effect with John Ronson. Um, it's an amazing podcast that I heard recommended uh, on another podcast. And essentially, uh, John, if, if, if for no other reason, you should listen to this podcast to hear John Ronson, a very British guy, say the word porn because he says it in a, in a, a passive, no, in an aggressive, sophisticated way. He'd be like, I was out learning more about porn. And you're just like, dude. Okay, but the whole point of this was he was doing a story on something and then he realized there's this other story about the porn industry that sort of opened up and it starts with him interviewing the guy who went on to start Pornhub and all the other tube sites. And in doing so, how it upended the porn industry and what was the effect of everything. And he, there's seven episodes. They're not very long. They're like 20 to 30 minutes each and how the effect he traced the effect for a year finding all different mm-hmm. things, and it's absolutely fascinating. So highly recommended. Very fun to listen to. Again, it's called The Butterfly Effect with John Ronson. Um, he's coming out with another one, kind of like a, a, a sister podcast to this called uh, A Death in August, about the death okay. of August Ames, who is a porn uh, actress, and how she ultimately committed suicide uh, at the hands of what, the, what her husband claims online bullying. So... Um, it's fascinating, uh, so I highly recommend it. I tore through it. It was really, really cool, very fun to listen to, and very engaging. So check it out, The Butterfly Effect with John Ronson. I love it. I'm totally going to check that out. Nice. You guys can find Facebook on Facebook.com. You can also find my gap <laughs> on Facebook. Look for our page there. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at MindGapPodcast. You can also reach out to us uh, via email at MindGapPodcast at gmail.com, and you can find Justin online, too. That's right. On Instagram and Twitter, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. While you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. Wherever podcasts are sold, you can review us, subscribe to us, share us around, do all the things that we ask you to do that means so much to us and take so little effort on your part. So thank you in advance for doing all that. And then 2east8th.com slash mindgap and 2east8th.com slash the best bar podcast ever is the other podcast to do with uh, Milos every Monday and it's a good time. It's about the bar industry. We got some fun stuff. Fun stuff, y'all. Go out and do us all a favor and go see a movie this weekend. Enjoy it. Go with your friends. Go with your family. Go with your kids. Go by yourself. Go enjoy a movie. Let us know what you saw. Let us know what you think. Because I'm going with my kid this weekend. I can't wait to tell you guys about next week. Later, you dipshits. Mind Gap Podcast.